in today's show. We're going to look ahead to Tuesday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On saying you. I probably should have said that part. Hey, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And if you want to hear more about what's going on with uh, Michael Porter Jr. and his injured back, go check out Locked On Nuggets. We have a show for every NBA team, every NFL team, NHL team, Major League Baseball team. We've got everything covered. So go and check out your favorite team's Locked On show. Now, we're going to talk about Tuesday's games today. It's a very, very, very light on day in the NBA with just three games on. Doesn't mean we're not going to talk about them because we are. So let's talk about those three games and then streaming options as well. The first one of those games is the Bucks and the Sixers. We know at this point that Brook Lopez is out, right? We know that. So we want to watch Bobby Portis, who was really, really good last game. He moved into the starting lineup, played big minutes and put up big numbers. He is an absolute elite stream guy and probably a must roster player until Lopez returns, which honestly, we just don't know when that's going to be. Uh, side note, I think Lopez can be dropped in a lot of spots. So let's see how Portis looks. Middleton's out as well. So Grayson Allen's going to have another opportunity for big games. Now, Allen's been putting up really good numbers, albeit without Middleton and without Holiday. Holiday's back, not fully back at his absolute best. So Allen's providing value. I just don't think that that lasts necessarily long-term. While for the Sixers, we know that Joel Embiid is out. Andre Drummond pulled down like 25 rebounds on Tuesday. So he's going to have absolutely monstrous value. I imagine they won't set his rebound prop quite as low as they did on Monday either. So let's watch what Drummond can do. And then Paul Reed, who I thought was really good a couple of games ago, and then really limited on Monday. Will they go back to a little bit more of Reed on a back-to-back? That's something to watch for. Will Reed have any sort of a role in defending Giannis for the Bucs? I don't know. I just want to see how much they play him. Because with Harrison Embiid out, there is an opportunity for Reed, but he's going to need to get like 20 minutes or so for me to be super excited. And I was let down by that on Monday, unfortunately. So hopefully we get a little bit more out of him. The Hawks and the Jazz is the next game. This is a back-to-back for Atlanta. Johnny Collins was probable before Monday's game. He played in that game, or he is playing in that game, or he will play in that game because it hasn't happened yet. So let's watch what he's able to do. I think he's been really good, and he's like pushing top 25 over the last two weeks. So improved production from Collins. We just wanted to see him with a little bit more usage and a little bit more playing time. Hopefully, we can get some of that. Well, DeAndre Hunter, yeah, I've been pretty disappointed with what he's brought this year. He's had um, nowhere near top 150 type value, which is not making him a 12-team league guy. I'd like to see him do something to change my mind, but he hasn't. And I'm not really holding my breath to think that it is going to happen, but I'm going to watch that. On the Utah side of things, Jordan Clarkson. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. He's been atrocious for the majority of this season. Now, he will be better. He will shoot better. Is this one of the games he shoots better? I'm not sure. 
I think it was this game yeah, a couple of days ago when they played in Atlanta where in the last half or second half he scored like 20, 21, 21 points or something like that. He is, to me, just a streamer, but it's a perfect day to stream him in with only the two games on. And I don't believe he's must roster. Well, it's also a perfect day for this bloke. The world. He's been one of the absolute best streaming options this season for those defensive numbers. Like he's been putting really, really big... Um, Big, big numbers up, and it's been useful as a 12-team league guy. So I imagine he's going to get that same opportunity again. How they manage him when Rudy Gay is back, that's not Tuesday, is going to be really interesting to see what sort of role he has. But for now, Whiteside remains an absolute elite streaming option. And the third game and the last game of the day is the Trailblazers taking on the LA Clippers. Damian Lillard got it together against the Lakers. Does that mean it's fixed? No, let's hope it is but it doesn't mean that it has been solved. So we're going to be watching him intently to see whether we get shots to go in, to see whether we get the three-pointers going up, to see whether his high assist rate is able to maintain as well. While Larry Nance, again, I think he's a drop. I think he's been a drop for weeks. I'm always watching, though, for a sign to make me change my mind on that. Hasn't come yet. He's playing limited minutes behind Nurkic, behind Covington. And we're just not seeing much of those three-man lineups of uh, Covington, Nance, Nurkic either. And it's just really eliminating all his value. It's going to take an injury, it appears like, for him to be a useful player. While for the Clippers, will they go three centers again? Serge Ibaka is back, but he played limited minutes. He had five fouls in eight minutes last game. But will we get Zubats, Hartenstein, and Ibaka again? Does that mean we get Zubats up in the high 20s in minutes? Interesting that Zubats' minutes are going up now that they've got more centers. So Zubats is providing okay value, and he's an elite streamer on this day as well. Well, Reggie Jackson is producing at a pretty high level at the moment, given that he is Reggie Jackson. Like, he's not a well-rounded categorical player. But for now, Reggie is putting up really good 12-team numbers. Marcus Morris remains sidelined for the Clippers in this game. So that does help um, Reggie Jackson's value out. Guys, new sponsor for the show, and that's something you're going to want to pay attention to because it is Truebill. You know those trials that you sign up for or ongoing subscriptions and sometimes you forget about them? Well, they, they can be scams from companies just to take your money. So why don't you download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions? On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill. You just put all your details into Truebill and it goes through your subscriptions and it cancels them for you. As Matthew B says, Matty B, in a matter of seconds, I saved 660 bucks for the year on my direct TV bill. I saved $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill. And I saved $840 a year on my car insurance. Fantastic stuff. Your Trubial concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash locked on NBA. And you could save thousands of dollars a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Let's look at some streaming options now for Tuesdays. Let's look in nine category leagues. These guys are all available in over 50% of formats, of advanced formats anyway. Um, Luke Kennard, great stream option. He's getting high 20s in minutes. He's playing more than Eric Bledsoe. Good points and threes guy. Royce O'Neal is racking up the steals at the moment. So that's providing a decent amount of value. So I think we can look at him, and especially on a gat day like today with very few teams playing. He's an elite streamer. George Hill's been playing pretty high minutes with Middleton out. He's not as good as those other two ahead of him, but he's got some value. Well, Shake Milton was pretty poor on Monday, but I'm not expecting that to necessarily um, preclude me from streaming him in on Tuesday for the Sixers. 
Paddy Collinson's a 30-minute-a-night guy. Whether that means 18 points or 6 points, that varies, but the opportunity is there. Furkan Korkmaz, absolutely elite ad for Tuesday, and even just a short-term guy for the rest of this week. And Danilo Gallinari for the Atlanta Hawks. Now, it is a back-to-back. There is a chance they might rest the Italian cock, and that might mean minutes for, say, a Solomon Hill or more Lou Williams minutes off the bench. But Danilo Gallinari, if he does play, could produce some pretty interesting value. For deeper leagues, these are all rostered in under 10%. We've got Hill and Gallinari. Throw Paul Reed in there as well. Jordan Wara, who's been a bit disappointing of late. Nasir Little, he's going to get that 16 to 18 minutes a night, I would guess. Cody Zeller, his teammate in Portland. Again, with that solid backup role with limited upside, but for deep leagues, there's value there. And then Shemi Ojale, who played pretty well last time out for the Bucks and has sort of forced his way into a solid rotation ahead of Thanasis Antetokounmpo last game. So let's see what Ojale can do. He's notoriously a terrible fantasy guy, but that's why he's available in every league. So if you're in a very, very deep format with so few games on, Shemi can be an option for you. And then lastly, we go to points leagues. These guys are all available in over 50% of leagues. Terrence Mann, Grayson Allen, Shake Milton, Nick Batum, Luke Kennard, a bunch of Clippers players there. Royce O'Neal, George Niang, and Furkan Korkmaz is another excellent streaming option for Tuesday's games. Before I let you go, I've got to tell you about what makes DFS easy. It is Prize Picks. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. More NBA props than any other DFS prop provider. They've got the superstars, but also the bench guys that get limited minutes. Whatever prop you can think of, blocks, threes, points, rebounds, assists, Prize Picks has that. And when you go to deposit, if you use the code NBA, you get a 100% match deposit up to $100. What you do on prize picks, pick two to five players, look at their over-under line for the particular prop, and just pick which side you like. And you can win up to 10 times your entry fee. It's that easy. Entries can be made in under 60 seconds, and you can also do it cross-sport. Throw your football and basketball props together in one entry. The app is super easy to use. It's an award-winning app. And if you go to either the app or prizepicks.com and sign up using that promo code NBA, you won't be disappointed. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. And hopefully... That was Fantasy Basketball Look Ahead for Tuesday Made Easy. Don't forget to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below. Subscribe, notification bell, all that stuff. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.